Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, with me in person in the studio, I've got artist Javon Taylor. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I said the name right, right? Perfectly. I was the only one that said it perfect, didn't I? Honestly, in the last 10 years, you're probably the only person in the last 10 years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got it wrong. How could they get that wrong? I don't know, because it says it right there. Oh, All right. Maybe they don't know who you really are, though. I don't think they do. All right. Why don't you let our listeners know that who is the sexy brother we have? <laughs> Jeez. Um, my name is Javon Taylor, R&B artist from Toronto, Canada. Um, been doing music for a long time. I take pride in expressing myself through music, whether it be the raunchy stuff, as we previously talked about off offline. You know, life struggles, relationships, uh, stuff like that. Just I'm, I'm a people's person, you know. So that's just that's a little bit about myself. Just a little bit, a little mm. insight there. And what made you say, you know what? I love music. What's crazy is okay. So this is a story that I always wanted to tell. So this is actually a perfect time to tell it. So, well, starters, when I was born, my mother can attest to this. Apparently when I was born, I started sliding on the uh, floor and dancing. That was like how I walked. So I started sliding and dancing to music. So I actually was a dancer first. And through that, I used to go to like, you know, family parties and event uh, parties and stuff like that. And I would dance. So my aunt one time, she came by with a VHS, this Michael Jackson VHS. And uh, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was like his greatest hits. I think it was like an MJ greatest hits or something. And he was like in this metallic... I don't know if you guys know, but like this metallic uh, right. kind of statue thing. Anyways, so I popped it in the VHS and I looked at it and I was like, damn, these, these moves are cool. And then I realized that Michael Jackson could sing. So I was like, okay, let me try to sing. So I started singing then. And then my mom was like, wait, you could sing. So we ended up in church at some point. They were making me sing the church songs. I was like, I guess I'm doing this. I guess I'm singing and being in entertainment. And that's kind of how it happened. All that was, right. That was by age 11. So between four and like 11. All right. So inspirations. Would you say Michael Jackson, Prince? Who other, who other inspirations? 100%, 100%. Michael Jackson, for sure. I actually have a few hip hop inspirations. Uh, Tupac, mainly for like everything he stood for, for, for the culture and for the people and the community that that, that he was from and I felt like I connected with him on that level um, one more hip hop guy Rakim of course classic uh, Casey and Jojo Usher going a little bit later Chris Brown uh, Tyrese as well uh, CeeLo Green Outcast. All right. So, would you release us a hip hop single? Would you throw a hip hop artist on? That and exactly that's that's exactly it. So we ha we actually have a song coming out called "The Underdog," which is the title track to my album "The Underdog." That's coming out uh, May tenth is the tentative date. It's most likely going to be May tenth, and we're featuring a uh, an artist from from the city too. So I don't know if I should say it or if it should be a teaser. But All right. Well, you can say it if you want. You know, CJR, you can keep a secret. Uh, all right. Yeah, he's he's a dope artist. So yeah, his name's Seiko. Um, I met him through. Uh, I met him at this event uh, called Fill in the Fill the Blank. Uh, I had to shout you guys out proper. Yeah, so we, we linked up. I seen his talent and I heard his sound and I was like, yo, I have the perfect song for us to, to be on. I came to him. It was an easy exchange. He's just like, I'm down. I'll check out your stuff. And he was down and we chopped it up. And honestly, I think that took like three weeks. It was like a three week process. It's pretty quick. All right. So for you, right, there's something that can't get out of my mind. Uh, I see you like a lucky day. I see you like a Miguel. I see you as a sex symbol. I don't know why. Can you tell our listeners why I'm seeing the sex symbol in you? 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, another story is so one of my my mother's friends that we we called her. Um, she she was our aunt. Um, her name was Donna. She came to me at four and she told me like, "You're gonna be like a really handsome heartbreaker type of man." And I never understood what that meant. But I guess now what I would say is I don't know. I like I just express myself and I always had a I always had a thing for romance and that's just like that's those are the things. I'm I'm a softy when it comes to that and like I'm super down to admit it because I don't care like people that want to act tough and shit. Can I swear? I don't know. <laughs> People that want to act tough and shit, I'm just like, I know like when you're with your girl, you're all cuddled up, right? So I'm the type of person to just be super authentic and real about it and to talk about all my experiences, whether it's I'm getting into a fight, um, I want to make money, talk about women, talk about relationships, family, struggle, money problems, whatever it is. So um, I guess, in my opinion, I think part of being an attractive man like myself, thank you, <laughs> is, uh, is to be honest, is to be super authentic mm-hmm. and genuine and sensitive at the same time when you need to be, but also, you know, gotta know when to throw it down and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And that, it should <laughs> represent that in our music, right? Yeah, 100%. All right, what if you don't have that, and if you're not attractive as a man, and you can sing, though, that look at Ruben Stuttered, for oh, example. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, anyone with an angelic voice, though, it's just, I think that's a whole nother level of attraction. It may not be physical, mm-hmm. but it could be spiritual, or even just, I think people are often attracted to talent. Like, for example, there's a not-so-attractive of runner and I think she's just attractive because the way she runs and just like her legs are moving and she's just sprinting I'm like damn She's like, she's, you know, she's ready to go. And I, I think that people can also be attracted to talent as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're attracted to you. The <laughs> listeners are attracted hope, to I you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, come on. You know you I love yourself so. <laughs> some Mr. Taylor. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about our singles, right? We described it. What about this single? Underdog is coming up, right? Underdog, but, yeah. Yeah. But what about the singles we have now, currently, Reminisce? Mm-hmm. So Reminisce is definitely that song too. I have a couple, uh, we actually got to create a couple videos for the post-release content. One of the things for me is that after after really releasing it and seeing the reactions, I'm realizing that a lot of people are in their fields listening to it. So I definitely want to make a couple videos to just urge, you know, the, the listeners to... That, like to listen to this song if you're ever in your feels I feel like in a way it just it matches so for me when I wrote that song I was reminiscing about uh, a relationship I was in <laughs> so it was one of those things where like I was at home and I was just thinking about it and I'm like I've been thinking about this particular situation for a minute I think it's worthy of putting it in a song and that situation was a very sensitive situation. You know, it was it, it was it was good for the most part, and something that I definitely look back on, and I'm I'm proud about it. I don't. There's no regrets, nothing like that. Definitely like come to terms with everything that happened and stuff like that. So I just found myself thinking about life in general from like day one, you know, to day now, I guess. And it just became this sensual, uh, emotional, and vulnerable track. And for some reason, yeah, a lot of people are like, this is a sexy song. I'm like, I didn't really intend on it to be sexy, but I was being, I guess, I guess what I said earlier too, what makes people attractive too is also being vulnerable. So I guess maybe that is part of the reason why it's being seen as a sexy song. And how important is vulnerability as an artist in their music? Extremely important. I feel like we have our days where we, as artists, and I know some artists don't admit this, maybe in the hip hop world, but we have our days where we'll, you know, we'll exaggerate a lyric or something like that, or, you know, put ourselves in a movie and write a song sort of thing. But the most important part for like, for longevity as an artist and to really connect with your fans, you you, you gotta be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You, and if you can't? If, if you can't, I mean, I know there's a couple projected, like, like project artists 
who make it, but I feel like they got to be that person for the rest of their life sort of thing. Versus if you're vulnerable, you could just be yourself. It's not that stressful to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like I, I to be an actor for the rest of my life and have to upkeep a persona. That's that's that takes effort, like diligence. It, I, that's tough, in my opinion. But don't we all do it as human beings? <laughs> I, I think we start that way. Like, for example, like. When I met you today, you know, like now I'm starting to really open up. But when I first met you, like there's there's definitely this wall first. But I think that if you stay that way, how would you ever really connect with people, but let alone yourself? I'm not going to tell you what the wall is, uh, (laughs) uh, listeners, but he knows what I'm talking about. I like my time. I like you on time. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I blame blame, uh, the manager in the corner over there. (laughs) But I'm a good guy, okay? I don't bite, okay? So, all right, so reminisce, right? The message. What do you want to give ladies that just want to feel that passion? What do you want to tell them? You know what's crazy? Um, When I was writing the song, I think it's... We often, you know, when you watch a a romantic movie or like even a chick chick flick with your friends or your girl or whatever, um, (laughs) there's a point in time where like you kind of get into the relationship with the people that you're watching on TV. So there's a second verse. It's the only I think it's the only profane part in it. I believe so. It's like all these other B word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tell them to shh. So there's that part where like that's that passion where I'm like kind of like what I wanted ladies to feel whether that whether it's in their relationship or with someone that they do desire and they want to be with it's like to just empower them it's like you you are the best you 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 like you are the one that I want you are the one that I want to be with regardless of who comes my way or what situations I'm going to be in or what situation I wasn't before like you know you're the top like the cream of the crop sort of thing so mm. th- that's the second verse i'd say if you listen to the song reminisce check out the second verse that's definitely directed to the ladies all right okay yeah. and you that message you'd give them just to enjoy the feeling or yeah. Def- okay. definitely just to enjoy the feeling and get lost whether you're driving late night thinking deep thoughts whether you're experimenting and doing your thing you know uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i mean this this is a baby making track so <laughs> You know, <laughs> um, I lost just train my train of thought on the next question. All right, so when we're call, when we're saying B I T C H is mm-hmm. right, Drake had a song when he started in two thousand and nine. You the effing best, you the you oh, the yeah. best. Yeah. What do you call it? The best I ever had, right? Uh-huh. It, let's say there's listeners that don't like that type of language. Uh-huh. What do you say to them? Because why do we? Why can't we just say you're beautiful? Why right. do we gotta refer you to you as you're a bitch? I got you. I got you. Or you're the effing best. I got you. So I can redeem myself on this one. So unfortunately, it's like I find th- this is where I um I stay in my lane when it comes to being an artist. So I feel like artists we express the inner thoughts of every single person in this world. So not to get too dark with this, but there's people who often think about like something like like suicide, right? And like we don't always want to talk about it, but like once an artist talks about it, those people that feel that way all of a sudden have this connection. So I think for me, it's like yes, we're talking about the B word, but in times, here's the thing: if you want to say it in an angry way, honestly like power to you i wasn't but in my thing it's like we just express what we all feel one night when people are drunk you got girls calling each other the b word um some guys are talking to other homies are like yeah like i messed with this last night it's like we're just expressing in the moment what we feel so when it comes to that lyric for me it's like i i guess i wanted to narrate that every other girl in the world is almost (laughs) is almost a a 
because she's so amazing and she's the only girl that I would never call that and that's kind of how I feel about it um, oh. but how I can redeem myself on the album is that you know I have this one other song called Ready and I think I'm at it's like all of these shows all of these and all these beautiful women and I think that those are two different types of women yeah. I think that there are and there are beautiful women and that's just how I see the world but I just express what I this is from my perception so I don't know if that was a long answer, but... But the you-know-what yeah. can be beautiful women, right? Absolutely. They can have a good heart, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is the thing. In that song, I, I was I didn't want to dive into... I don't want to dive into what uh, what the B word means to me. In that song, I, I, I just said, all these other... Tell them, shh. That's it. <laughs> Some of them are great. And honestly, in my real experience, a lot of those girls, if I was ever referring to them in the most <laughs> off-scripted way... I'm sure they were great, but they weren't as great as this girl. Okay. And that's, and that's what it comes down to. And we're not going to shut up this girl. We're going to keep her out of shh. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. She get no airtime. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but there's a trilogy, right? This is yeah. part one. Do you want to talk about part two that you are working on? Yeah, part two works a lot better with the situation I'm in now, I'll tell you that. So, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> more so, drama? <laughs> no, nah, this is good drama. However, no, there's way more drama on nostalgia. Okay. It's called Nostalgia 1101. I can say this because I'm confident about it. I already, I already spoke to the individual that this is about. Uh, I definitely don't give names, but we lived at a place. Um, it was in a condo, and the unit number was 1101. And I use the word nostalgia because clearly in my last single called Reminisce, I could admit I reminisce a lot on the past and it's mainly for good reason. It's just to see where I was at and kind of assess where I am now. And that's really why I find I'm always reminiscing. I'm always trying to do better and make better decisions and stuff like that. Level up, all that kind of thing, all, all those kinds of things. But yeah, uh, Nostalgia 1101 is about the whole things about a relationship. The underdog is more about struggles with myself struggles within a relationship it's more um interpersonal this one i'm literally taking you inside my romantic relationship so that's what that one's about it's the whole aesthetic is definitely sexier though mm -hmm. it's darker and sexier yeah and that's what we need right okay well hey and that's I what we need rmb's not dead is it rmb no 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 definitely not okay definitely but not. we need sexiness in oh, rmb okay all right this is good too because i i got a couple <laughs> ones that i started to write too and i'm like you know what i could tap into that again too you know so all right the more the more in demand that things are for me i'm gonna deliver so like if everyone's like yo try this more like i think this uh the homie kevin from fill the blank the photographer he's like man you do well on the you know the up temple stuff but like when you're on an rmb track it's just different and I like I just won't forget what he said. You know, he he was really he was really saying he's like do that more often. All right. And the more people that say that, I mean, you know, it'll help me also dive back into what I naturally like anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just also at a place where like maybe I'm making music the way I am because of what I'm going through, right? Mm -hmm. So that's another thing, and like maybe that's more reach to fans as well. All right. And sex appeal again. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask: Do you find yourself a sex appeal? for the ladies that are gonna pick up your music. I'll tell you what, so I have a ritual on stage that I do. I've never really had, I've had a couple girls like really say I can't go on stage with you, but I've never had a girl be like, ugh, like you're bringing me up on stage, don't do that. But <laughs> I've never really had trouble. Like I have this ritual on some of my um, sets, depending on how r and I want it for the night, where, you know, there's this one song that I have, two in particular now, um, where I'm on the mic, I'm like, yeah, this next song, like, I need a little bit of help on this one. And I go around the crowd, 
and I make I look I usually pick her before my my so I'm I'm usually performing a song and I'm already looking for the girl because I know this song's next. Right. So I'm like looking around. I'm like I need some help. I'll go look for her and then I, I just pull her up on stage. I get a chair. I slap the chair. I'm like sit down right here. I give you know I get the crowd to be like you know, encouragement like give a round of applause. Half the time they're like shaking. They're like what is gonna happen? Like am I getting a lap dance? Am I getting kissed? Because some <laughs> crazy artists do some crazy things and you know who knows what I'll do one day. But uh, <laughs> who knows? But anyways, um, yeah, sing, sing to the ladies on stage a particular song. So um, I don't know. The ladies seem to like it. I, that's okay. Yeah, no, I, I hope it's okay. I think it's okay. For me, I would I would love to be serenaded by a woman. Like for me, if I was on stage and like I always thought about being um, on stage, like when Beyonce does this, uh, Sierra does this too. Janet Jackson used to kill that, mm-hmm. and I was like, that kind of would be nice. I think mm-hmm. so just 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 relax and have some. Because for me, I'm always I'm usually the one putting in the work. I'm like. I need a break. <laughs> now, so, <laughs> no, you can continue. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll, I'll pause it there. All right. Now, I was saying, like, if we were in the 90s, you would you would have blown and you would have been in a group. Oh, true. I, I, I could see that. <laughs> you would have been in the group high five. You look like one. What do you call it? You nice. look like, a, but then it's all serious. serious. Half of those people have died in that group high yeah. five, especially the lead singer, Tony. What do you go? You almost look like him. I, I've heard that not not a lot but i've heard that yeah 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 yeah. did you like high five i did okay like you know not as much as casey and jojo okay but they did their thing and also who who am i thinking of um cisco drew hill drew hill Hill. no i love drew hill no (laughs) no no no. i do like cisco don't get me wrong but i'm just saying for you you more look like yeah oh the look the look aesthetic oh yeah no no sorry i thought we were going back into like the genre type of music but drew hill do you take inspirations off of Cisco, yeah, right? I was going to say, Cisco for sure. I think he broke barriers, especially as an R&B guy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously everyone knows a thong song. But, like, he always had that extra, like, he was trying to do something different all the time. Right. And he had that thing. So he was never really in that box, mm-hmm. although everyone would try to put him in that box. But, yeah, no, definitely, specifically Cisco. Drew Hill's, you know, your traditional R&B, like, boy band. Yeah. I'm always down for that. Like, that's always dope. But, yeah, Cisco for sure. Didn't mention him earlier, but yeah. All right. Would you resample a song from the 90s or the 2000s R&B or hip-hop? You know what? Yeah, I would. I know I have. The one, I have one track called Ready that I mentioned earlier. That ha- that actually has a sample. I won't tell, I won't say what sample it is, but it's a Motown sample. Um, I don't think anyone's gonna even find out because I, I hid that pretty well. I'm, I'm independent, so I'm, I don't need to get cleared, to be honest. You don't? Uh, independent, no, but here's the thing. I'm also willing. This is maybe on record, but off record. But at the end of the day, I think every, every independent knows that bad publicity is good publicity because like we need it. So if I got sued for like, it'd be great because everyone would be talking about it. Like for example, if I let's say I sampled, uh, let's use uh, James Brown, and then he came for me, or well, his kids would yeah, be coming for you. <laughs> uh, Continue. Anyway, uh, his management team or his kids came for me. The whole world would know about it, and then they'd be like, "Who's this Javon Tiller guy? Let me check out his music." So at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I would probably lose all the money from the song, but like for me, it's not necessarily about the money. It's also about just being known and getting my stuff out there. So I think good publicity is. Great, and bad publicity is great. But I'm going to have to disagree with you, but then all that talent goes to waste because suppose you get blackballed after oh, taking up a good song. I don't, and- think anyone's, I don't think anyone has gotten blackballed. If you know if you know of somebody, I will read that. That's a whole precedent for me. But if you know someone that has been blackballed, because like there was, there was Pharrell, I think, the Daft Punk, um, Blurred Lines. There was, I think Drake got 
they got slammed for something that they used. Oh, best I ever had. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the band. But that's the thing. Look, look at that. Look at okay, that but now, you right? could take Drake, the best I ever had. You don't need clarity for that sample. But what happens if Drake blackballs you and say, "Don't listen to this artist. He's oh, a copy." In that way, but usually, though, when money's made, no one would go that route. It's just nobody would. But also, it would also give them power to also check me out as well. Because they'd be like, "If Drake's saying don't listen to it, we gotta check him out." You know what I mean? It's almost like reverse psychology. Clout, yes. I think so. And it could be jealousy, too. And that, too. People who hate Drake could be like, well, Drake, anyway, <laughs> we're checking him out. And then I just, like, gain new fans. So that's my point. I think all publicity is good, good or bad. All right. Yeah. But just make sure if you're going to sample anything to get the clarity and do it the right, right way. Course, because yeah. it's disrespect to the yeah. artists, what do you call it, too, and their art as well. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm but not, yeah. I credit them, though. This is the thing. I'm not sampling it and, like, retaining 100% of the, the publishing. I actually credit it. So when I put it on, the like, any distro website, I definitely, the credit's given all the time. So if it if if, if they were to find out, the money would be there for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it was Kaylee's? <laughs> Oh, you know no, she I'm went giving, out of her. No, 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 no. I'm, gi- I'm giving it to everybody. I'm giving it to everybody. Yeah, I'm not going to retain 100%. First of all, they would definitely hate me even more now. They're like, not only did he sample it, but he didn't give us credit for it. Did you, you know why I brought up her name, right? You do know why I brought up her name. <laughs> but, you know what? Kaylee might see that good-looking face. She might change her mind. Hey, I'm holla. <laughs> All right. So what's your message that you'd like to tell your fans that have been listening to your music and they've been enjoying this ride? To be honest, it, 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 it may sound selfish, but like on my part, but this is also for any artist or creator. Just don't forget to share the music if you like it. That's it. If you like something, just please share it. Put it on your story. Send it to a friend. That's my main thing here. This is not just for me. This is for any artist. It's just so difficult to make money these days and make a living out of it. And we're we're, we're essentially like, how, how many hours are we in? Like eight hours, 12 hours a day. No, ain't nobody getting paid, but we're here providing, you know, entertainment at the shows. We're, we're providing a feeling. You guys have heard this before, but honestly, I'm just saying this because you guys are watching me and listening to me. Just share the share, share the art whether it's a painter like visual artist singer dancer share it if you like it i don't think you should be sharing stuff you don't support or like but that'd be nice but if you like it share it don't hesitate to share it but it builds up like you said it gets people talking yeah that's true <laughs> so if I don't like it and I share it, I That's must like too. something about it. I mean, hey, like, by all means, share everything. But I think the, the, the biggest disservice is if someone likes it and they, they keep it to themselves. Like, that's just... That's crazy. But, share it with a friend, someone you love, like anybody, share it. But what if I'm a brother, and let's say if I'm a brother, and I do like your music, mm. but I'm scared my homeboys are going to say, yo, True. bro, are you gay, yo? You're just supposed to like his nah, music. I still share that. I still share that. <laughs> See, for me, this is where I come in again, and I just, I'm very expressive. I just, I, I am who I am, so I couldn't care less if this guy, you hated the, the stuff I listened to. I just, like, it is what it is. Okay. I, I like it. But I, I might lose my friends, though. I might you know what, lose... Though? If you lost a friend over some music genre, they were never your friend, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that's crazy. These are real conversations we have on this show. Toxic masculinity. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms, the singles again, and any new ladies that might want to get in on the action and listen to your music? Yeah, totally. We could do that. Um... 
To be honest, I'd say check out my whole catalog. Um, I got a, I got a lot of music coming on the way. My catalog has been very dry um, before 2020, but I'm doing single for single right now. Got albums coming out. I, I, we mentioned earlier, touched on a bit. I got three albums coming out. Uh, they're already planned th- this year. They're going to be out. Reminisce, most, re- uh, most recent release was on the 20th of March. Check that out. Uh, that one's definitely dedicated to the ladies. I spoke about it a bit er- earlier about the context of that song. And we actually got a big party on the 29th single release my birthday's coming up and an album premiere so you guys are going to hear it first before it actually comes out so if you're you know if you're excited about that i'm also on instagram at j u v o n t a y l o r and you could just honestly dm me i'm pretty pretty accessible so just just dm me hit me up all right and if a lucky day or a trey songs or a miguel was listening what would you tell them um i'd say watch out but <laughs> The younger me would be like, "Oh, you better watch out." But to be honest, I I'd say I'd say like, "Let's do a track." I'd say definitely let's do a track together. Miguel, I actually met backstage. Uh, he was so when he was uh, starting up, this would have been, yeah, the Adorn was what really set him off. I think it was the J Cole track, "All I Want." Mm-hmm, that was way All back I in two. Th- oh yeah, yeah, two thousand ten. All I want is but you. He was opening up for Alicia Keys. Yes. And I was I was at her concert, and I met them all backstage. That was huge. And uh, he, I actually asked him for advice. I was just like, what would be your advice to give to me? It's so simple. He actually was just like, bro, just don't stress and keep pushing. Literally. And I'm sitting like, I mean, I was more hoping like you could introduce me to somebody, you know, like the whole artist complex that we have when we're very young, like <laughs> sign me, make me a star. But anyways, he said that I understand now what he meant. Just keep it pushing. Just like, just be you. Just do your thing. Keep it pushing. And no matter like just tunnel vision, just ignore everybody on the outside. Everyone's going to judge you. People who know you judge you. People who don't know you judge you. So what does it matter? Mm-hmm. You judged me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's what, this is what I'm trying to say. And it's not even a bad thing. It's human nature. So, you know. Yeah. All right. But now, now looking at it, you had a fun time on the show, actually, didn't you? I actually had a really good time. Oh. I, I don't think I've laughed this much in a, in a while. Like, And genuinely, like this, is, I was just laughing over here. Like, Yeah. And usually we're, we're just on like go mode. Like, yeah, so this this was actually really nice too. To even I guess to even hear my thoughts, my inner thoughts, because I'm I'm usually putting it in my music, mm-hmm. but to hear it out loud with oh. other people in the room, hopefully other listeners. <laughs> Any final things you'd like to tell us in closing? Honestly, not really. Just stay awesome. All right. <laughs> just stay awesome and live your best life. Mm-hmm. Be happy. The world's really crazy, so just you know, love everyone around you. Spend time with family and definitely share art. Okay. Okay. For CJRU twelve eighty AM, I'd like to thank you. Can throw out your name again, artist. Javon Taylor.